Good morning and welcome to East Tennessee Now, a weekly public affairs program featuring some of the people and organizations that make our community such a great place to live, work, and raise a family. Here's your host for East Tennessee Now. Good morning, I'm Michelle Silva. I hope you're having a great weekend. And when you get a moment, I want you to take a good look outside. You see any birds in your yard? You could be seeing some different ones that are making their way down south. Also, any troubles keeping those critters like squirrels and chipmunks out of your bird feeders? Well, we have some answers thanks to Liz Catrone, the owner of Wild Birds Unlimited in Knoxville. She says there are a few ways to deter squirrels. One is changing the food. Sunflower seed is the number one seed preferred by birds. What's interesting is safflower seed is the second seed preferred by birds and it has a bitter taste. It's a favorite seed of the cardinal. It's also the favorite seed of the titmouse, the chickadee, the wren, and even downy woodpeckers will eat it, but it has a bitter taste. What people don't know is that birds search for food by sight. Everything they see, everything they do is by sight. They know what seed is, they know what to eat, what not to eat, they know what junk is, they know what filler is, and they have very, very little taste buds. But squirrels, mammals like us, we have taste buds. So when the squirrels eat the um, safflower seed, it tastes bitter, so they typically leave it alone. So we recommend safflower to feed the birds and not the squirrels. And there are other food options as well. There's lots of other food options. You can also, we have hot pepper foods. So we have sunflower seeds. Remember I mentioned sunflower seeds, number one preferred seed. Safflower is number two. So we recommend our hot pepper sunflower seed. The nice thing about it, it has no shell on it. So it's just the inside of the sunflower. So it has no shell. It's embedded in a hot pepper oil. You take that with the safflower, you're offering two types of seeds for multiple types of birds. And you can feed all the birds and not the squirrels, which really interesting about the hot pepper seed that we sell with no shell is the goldfinches love it. In the winter time, the bluebirds will actually eat it, but they will not eat it until winter. Um, So that's two ways to feed your birds and not the squirrels. But then if you really wanted to make an investment and if you're really into birds, then you might go a whole nother route. Well, if you want to make a whole investment and really be into the hobby of bird feeding, so we're, we're a true hobby right? It's you fish, you can go fishing, play tennis, play golf, birds, birding is a hobby. Our job here is we're certified in backyard bird feeding. So when anybody comes to talk to us about birds, we're going to tell you that we know everything here in East Tennessee, all the birds that come to your yard. If they're not in your yard, we don't know those birds because those are birds that come to eat seed. They come to bird baths, they come to bird houses. So for the hobby-centric person, we have um, our advanced pole system, which is a great system that you can put in your yard. That's something we would show you if you come in, and we can feed all the birds and none of the critters. We can feed the birds with clean feeding, with no shells on the ground. But for that person who just says, you know, I just want to feed sunflower seed. I've always fed sunflower seed. That's all I want to do. Well, then we have squirrel-proof feeders. And you can put your sunflower seed in the squirrel-proof feeders. And when the squirrel gets on it, it locks them out. It's for every different type of way you want to feed. We have all the different types of things. And squirrel-proof feeders, how much will that run you? Um, Well, we have a very small one for about $40. And then we have our best 
squirrel proof feeder which is called the eliminator comes with a lifetime warranty on it and it's warranted against any damage with the squirrels not raccoons that's a whole nother subject (laughs) (laughs) we're only talking about squirrels right now raccoons are a whole nother subject but bottom line is you only buy this feeder once we take care of it we service it for you if there's any problems it runs around it's about 115 dollars but what the difference is people are spending all this money buying bird seed and they're not feeding the birds so it saves you money on that and also it locks out the squirrels with the correct blend of seeds in the squirrel proof feeder um you can attract everything that comes to your backyard including the woodpeckers you don't always want woodpeckers when you have a fence well that's funny some people don't want woodpeckers and some people come in and ask us how to get woodpeckers so it's all dependent on what kind of birds you want to attract in your yard when it does come down to specific birds that you want to attract, is it mostly the food, different kinds of food? It's most of its habitat. It's habitat. That's the number one. Your your yard, my yard, and somebody else's yard. We all have different habitats. In my on my street where I live, I have two other family members that live on the same street as I do. So there's three of us, three houses, and we all have some of the same birds and then we have different birds because we have different habitats in our backyard so you can be on the same street and in three different houses have different birds that's first thing is habitat number two is the food a hundred thousand percent it's the food again birds search for food by sight it's all it's all genetically mapped in their brain they it's just passed down through the genetics they know what uh, a lustrous bird seed looks like if you look at our bird seed um and you see how lustrous and black it is and then you take big box store bird seed and you just compare them together even you yourself would visually be drawn to the better quality bird seed now they'll eat the other stuff but the other stuff comes with a lot of fillers that get kicked out onto the ground Mm because the birds know not to eat it and then you get all these weeds on the ground and nobody eats it so you're basically paying to throw all that seed out. So everything they do is visual. So you know, that's how you can get more birds. There's your insect-eating birds, which are your bluebirds. Um, there's your seed-eating birds. There's your suet-eating birds. There's your nut-eating birds. But what's really, really interesting is not all birds come to feeders, but all birds need water. So you can attract more birds in your yard with a bird bath. There are some birds that won't even come near the feeder. Um, the cedar waxwing, which is a beautiful bird, um, will come to your yard. Um, they'll come in a flock, and uh, they'll come to your bird bath, and they eat berries. So if you have berries in your yard, they love berries, holly berries, but they won't come anywhere near your feeder. Can I stick some blueberries out there? You can. Let's put it this way. There's your insect-eating birds. Your insect-eating birds, there's plentiful insects right now in fall. It's mm-hmm. September, so it's fall. So we're going to have the most abundant of natural food source in September, October, December. We're the south, right? We're, we're not Chicago, right? We're the south. So a lot of birds will start migrating down here. There's going to be some birds that are going to migrate down to us from Canada, two of them, and they're going to winter here. There are going to be your junco is going to winter here, your white-throated sparrow is going to winter here, and your yellow-belly sapsucker is the only wintering uh, woodpecker that comes here in the winter. 
and uh, they do not damage your trees. They do sap wells, they make holes around your trees and they're, these birds all eat uh, insects, but then when insects are uh, gone, then they'll turn to the feeders. And so we start seeing more birds in the winter with feeders. We also have birds that are gonna migrate through Knoxville right now. And one of the birds that are gonna be Knoxville, uh, migrating through, start looking for it in October, is a bird called the rose-breasted grosbeak. Now this bird spends its time breeding up north, and north can be Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, Canada, goes all the way up to Canada, but it actually lives in uh, Central America. And so it will pass through here two times a year. It'll pass through in October, and it will come back through in April. And those who are feeding bird, bird seed and bird feeders, they love that safflower seed. Um, they love the sunflower seed, and they will see called a rose-breasted grosbeak. And you're going to ask me what it looks like, and what I'm going to tell you is, <laughs> don't ask good. me what it looks like. When it shows up, you're going to know, because it is a stunning-looking bird. I mean, I can show you a picture, mm -hmm. right, you know, when we get And off. people can always go to your website. And yeah, and they can also just Google it. There's an app called the Merlin app. That's another thing everybody asks, you know, about birds. Merlin, uh, it's called a Merlin app. I personally don't use it because I've been doing this for so long I'm old school I'm boots on the ground I learned all of my birds by you know going out there now people just pick look at them on app so that one's coming through a lot of the warblers are on the move right now so a lot of birds are moving from the north to the south and they go where the food is sounds like we're in a prime location yes. to bird watch yes I've lived in I'm born and raised I'm in Ohio I live down in Florida so we have birds that would come up there in, in Ohio that would breed there leave and come south we have birds down in Florida that we would only see in the winter that would come south and then they would turn around and leave you know go north but here in Knoxville we've got them coming and going has the pandemic affected them yes the pandemic has affected them the uh, the birds did very very well during the pandemic because more and more people stayed at home, looked outside, and saw these gorgeous birds out there. So c people who didn't uh, feed birds in the past started to feed birds during the pandemic because they were spending time at home. Those customers or people who were already feeding birds during the pandemic that stayed home saw, uh, saw more birds, learned about more birds um, because they were they're viewing them. Once you start learning about how to feed the birds, then it all becomes about bird behavior. If somebody comes to me and asks me to identify a bird, I can identify the bird without even a picture just by asking questions of where did you see it, what was it doing, and what was its behavior. I can typically identify it. So you kind of go to the next step of now you're learning about behavior, then you're learning about courtship, then you're learning about um, molting like we just came out of molting season so birds right now in the last few weeks you'd see birds looking pretty funny um birds were replacing their feathers mm -hmm. and getting ready for winter Ooh. so yeah and so if someone just wanted to start out mm -hmm. put a bird feeder out there under your guidance yes <laughs> do the birds just know how to get there they'll see it see they'll it. just yes. see Bird, so when they somebody, see a bird feeder or they yes. actually see the seed? So they see the seed. So if somebody comes to us and they haven't fed birds before, um, we ask you, where, where do you live? We want information about your habitat. Pictures are great. Show us pictures of your backyard. And we're really just going to set you up with one feeder. And we're going to set you up with 
the right seed based on our conversation because there's different seeds and then we're going to wait could take up to a week or two for the birds to find the bird feeders once the bird finds the bird feeders they communicate to the other birds that there's food here they all talk to each other hmm? they really do they really do there's the chickadee in particular the chickadee um and I'm not going to do it because I'm on radio, but um, it has its, it, it says something, and there is a another syllable in there that the chickadee says that says, hey guys, there's food here in this yard. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty cool. And then yeah. you'll just see a bunch of them come and on. Then they'll start showing up. Yeah. How soon? Well, it usually takes up to about a week. If you buy a bird feeder today and you've never fed birds before, we'll always tell you it takes about a week. So in, in order to keep those squirrels out, especially mm-hmm. right now, yes. uh, you, you can do different kinds of food yeah. or you can make sure that you get the right system like yeah. you can get here, which yeah. is like a nine foot pole. and The very simplest thing to say is to feed the birds without the squirrels, we can do squirrel proofing with the correct pole in the correct part of your yard, the correct height and the correct baffle, or we can squirrel proof it with a correct squirrel proof feeder that locks them out, or we can squirrel deter by changing the foods. I'm going to buy some of the safflower seed. seed. Yes. And I'm going to put in my feeders, but I'm going to have yes. to move my feeders. No, you don't have to move your feeders because you showed me your pole and you showed me your feeders and we did determine that it was too close to the fence. But because we're going to put in the safflower, mm-hmm. that's going to be deterring. You're only going to move it away from the fence. You have already showed me your backyard, so mm-hmm. I've already asked you your questions. I've always already asked you about your habitat. You already showed me pictures. And I recommend you bring it closer to you if you want to see it but you're not baffling it. You're gonna change the foods. The nice thing about changing the foods or the nice thing about the safflower seed and the hot pepper seeds is you have the freedom to put that food in any feeder you want in any place, right? So that makes sense? Mm -hmm. To put the system in, um, you have to pick a place, put it in, auger it into the ground and commit to that spot. It also keeps the squirrels off, but changing the foods allows you to put that food in different feeders in different places right. does that make sense oh absolutely yeah liz you had mentioned a variety of different kinds of birds that mm-hmm. we should be seeing here including some beautiful woodpeckers and some birds that might just be swinging on through as they make their way or flying on through as they make their way to florida are there any other specific birds especially that we should be looking for during this time of the year the fall well, right now it's hummingbird uh, time. That's the big one. Um, we're at peak hummingbird migration. Our hummingbirds um, are called the ruby-throated hummingbird. Our resident ruby-throated hummingbirds, they've already left. They're heading down to the Gulf. And they um, are... Oh, get there first and claim a spot. Yeah, yeah, they're <laughs> heading down to the Gulf. And they gather around the Gulf of Mexico. But here in Knoxville, we still have a lot more ruby-throated hummingbirds that are migrating from the north. So they're heading this way. So we can be getting some hummingbirds from, you know, Ohio, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, New York, and they're going to be coming through October. We typically tell people to keep their hummingbird feeders up until Halloween. Um, But you'll start to see slowdown of the hummingbirds coming through here around the third week of October. So that's the number one bird that's coming through here uh, right now. The warblers are moving on. They're moving through. This is not my uh, area of expertise, but the hawks are on the move right Mm -hmm. now. They're traveling through. 
remember what I said earlier. So what we do here is we're, we're experts. We're certified bird feeding specialists. We're experts in what's in your backyard that comes and eats bird food. Um, so hawks do come to your backyard. I think I'm picking my dog. They don't know. They're not going to pick up your dog. But they do. Uh, they don't eat the bird seed, but they do sometimes eat the birds. But we do have some migrating hawks coming through. One of them is, uh, I believe it's called the Merlin hawk. But anyways, there's a lot of migrating birds coming through. And what's your favorite? What's your favorite bird that you love my to see here? My favorite bird's the cardinal. And so the reason why I love the cardinal is because everywhere I've ever lived and everywhere I've you know, would look out my bedroom, even in the winter time living up north, I would always see the cardinal and it would always make me smile. So it's a bird that just always brings me joy and always makes me smile. So that happens to be my favorite bird. What's interesting about the cardinal is, is that all animals get smaller the closer you get to the equator. So the cardinals in Ohio are much bigger than the cardinals in Knoxville and the cardinals in Knoxville are much bigger than the cardinals in Florida. And that's really interesting to see um, and people don't know that. The other thing about the cardinal is they're the very first bird to eat in the morning and they're the very last bird to eat in the evenings. So if you want to see your cardinals um, and you're feeding birds, look out there in the evening. They're the very, very last ones to eat. Um, before dusk? Before dusk and dawn. Yeah, they're the first ones at the feeders, and they're the last ones um, at night. He's not monogamous, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, some birds are, but he's not. And the other thing about a and they're cardinal, red. You say they're he. red. He is red, mm -hmm. uh, bright red. Um, she is muted. She's like a brownish red. In the bird world, and I always say in, in the human world too, but people will disagree with me, but in the bird world, the male is always the most beautiful bird. Yeah, the male is always more vibrant than the female. And the reason for that is because the female has to tend to the nest and protect the eggs. And so she needs to blend in mm -hmm. with, with the habitat. So we don't want a bright bird being the mom. Does that make sense? Yeah. He's just out looking for more chicks. He's just out looking for more, for more chicks and more food. Yes, <laughs> yeah. What is the most popular bird people want to attract? The number one bird that everybody wants to get is the bluebird. I do something called feederscaping. I go out to people's yards. Um, they come to me and they ask me one of two things. Either I'm going to help them in their yard, in their habitat, to I'll come out there. It's $25 just for my time to come out. We walk the yard. I ask you some questions. And then I tell you what kind of birds you can get in your habitat. And I can tell you what I recommend as far as the feeders, the poles, the food. And that takes a lot of the guessing out. The other thing I do is I do it just for bluebirds. Uh, a lot of people want to get the bluebird. And to get the bluebird, it's a totally different subject getting the bluebird. They don't come to the feeders to eat seed. They cannot crack shells. They're insect eaters. They require a very specific habitat. They like open fields. They like uh, golf courses, farms, water. So we have a lot of water around here. It's a lot of lake homes. So most of the time when people come in, that's the number one thing they want is the bluebird. So <laughs> the very first thing I start asking you is about your habitat. And even if you see a bluebird in the winter, that means insects are dying. They're gonna move in and they're now searching for food. And we're gonna recommend 
dried mealworms. We're going to recommend suet. We're going to recommend that uh, no mess seed because they can't crack the shell. So we've already taken the shells off for them. Bluebird's known as the bluebird of happiness. That's what they're known for. Goldfinch, that's another bird. And that's a whole nother segment. And in the meantime, people can get more information. Our website is knoxville.wbu.com. So it's knoxville.wbu.com. BU.com. That's our website. We do have Facebook. We do have Instagram. But we do send out emails. Um, but really, it's it's a hobby. It's learning. You don't learn it all at, in one, one visit. You don't learn it all just by going to the website. You learn it by coming in, talking to us, and we educate you. And what a pleasure. Bird Talk with Liz Catrone of Wild Birds Unlimited in Knoxville. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. I'm Michelle Silva. Thanks for listening. Remember, East Tennessee Now is available on demand as a podcast from iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening. I'm Michelle Silva, and I'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to East Tennessee Now, a weekly public affairs program featuring some of the people and organizations that make Knoxville and East Tennessee such a great place to live. If you have a suggestion for the program, we'd love to hear from you. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 27100, Knoxville, Tennessee 37927, or call the studios at 865-525-6000. That's 865-525-6000. East Tennessee Now is a presentation of Midwest Communications Company.